Blog Talk Radio. Hi there, I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older. And some of the most fascinating and fun ways to enjoy life is to maintain our curiosity for people and places around the world. And boy, if you are anything like me, there are few people more riveting than the British royal family. So hold your horses. Today's going to be a wonderfully fascinating show. Veteran journalist at the Times, Valentine Lowe, has been writing about the royal family for over a quarter of a century, and Valentine is known for both his key insights as well as his meticulously fair coverage as he reports on the royals and their courtiers, both in print and on frequent TV appearances. But Valentine has just added to his role as royal commentator by authoring an insider's account of the royals and the people behind the throne. His release, just-released book is called Courtiers, Intrigue, Ambition, and the Power Players Behind the House of Windsor. Obviously, you can tell from my voice, I am thrilled to talk to you. Welcome, Valentine. Thank you very much for having me on the show. Well, I know you're used to being on the world stage. You're an internationally known reporter and all that, but still it has to be exciting for you. That I know Courtiers was just released in the U.S. yesterday, and I believe Canada as well. Already you have a huge audience, great buzz. You have to be excited. Oh, yeah, I'm incredibly excited. I'm thrilled at how, how, well, it's, how well the book is doing, uh, and I'm thrilled it's got a new audience over here because – you know, uh, on this side of the Atlantic, in, in, in America and Canada, you tend to see the headline, uh, and it's nice to kind of bring the story behind the headlines to a new audience. Well, and actually, yours is kind of the story behind the story behind the story of the headlines, because your book focuses a lot on the courtiers, and I just want to whet our listeners' appetite by sharing, I'm quoting from you, the last few sentences you wrote in the foreword, because these are great. I'm quoting again. Who wields the power? To what extent do royal servants play the master? And who or what do they really serve? Wow. Anyway, Valentine, let's start out by you telling us a little bit about what led you to write the book and why you chose to focus on the courtiers and their influence. Well, I'm afraid that the book, uh, and she won't thank me for this, it's all Meghan's fault. Uh, <laughs> in, uh, in her interview with Oprah Winfrey in March of 2021, she said something along the lines of how <clears throat> there's the royal family, and there's the people who advise them, and those are two separate things. And when she said that, she was very much pointing the finger of blame at the courtiers, the people, the advisors, people who work behind the scenes. And she was, what she was saying was, they're the ones who are to blame for what went wrong. And you know, as soon as she said that, I thought, well, you know, this raises a fascinating question. Who are these people? They, they often get mentioned, but no one really explores who they are how they've changed, what their role is, what their relationship is uh, with the people they work for, and in the case of Harry and Meghan, how and why it all went so wrong. 
Wow. Well, and two, I, I mean, I, I think, again, I'm speaking for a whole nation here, but we are kind of woefully undereducated about some of these things. Uh, again, I hope <laughs> not in, in bothering people of my country, but I think it's true. And so we don't really understand the full extent of the responsibilities that courtiers hold. And I know uh, Diana called them the firm. I think they put that in the crown. But what what you know, what kinds of things do these people actually have, and, and what is their influence? Because it's broad. Well, the courtiers do all sorts of things. In Buckingham Palace, you've got people who look after the money. You've got people who look after the, the, the hospitality side of things, the banquets. You've got people who look after ceremonial things like changing, uh, tripping, sort of tripping, the, tripping the color. Um, but the people that I concentrate on, are, are partly the communications people who are very influential and very important. But more important than that are the private secretaries. Now, the private secretary, it, it's like a chief of staff, really, uh, and it's an absolutely vital role. They, um, they write speeches for their royals. Uh, they uh, organize their official engagements. They organize their diary. They advise them on kind of policy matters, what, what what you know what causes they might take up? Um, they're gatekeepers too. They control who has access to uh, the roles. Their principal, as they call them, the principal, uh, because of course everyone wants access to a member of the royal family. Uh, and also in the in the case of the sovereign, you know, the king or queen, whichever it is, um, they're the link between them and government. Uh, that's a very important part of their role. So it's an incredibly important uh, role. And it's both personal and professional. You have to have a very personal relationship. Well, and the thing is that I, that, I, that surprised me is that oftentimes, too, if the members of the royal family want to contact one another, rather than picking up the phone and contacting them directly, a lot of times they might go through their courtiers. Yeah, I think, as someone put it to me, it's, it's an inevitable part of the process. If you have these people working for you, um, Inevitably, you start using them to communicate. So if you're going to talk to you know, the rest of the royal family about who's having Christmas where, you're sort of picking up the phone to the actual member of the family. You'll get your people to talk to their people. Um, and this can lead to all sorts of dysfunctional things. I mean, one of the um, most heartbreaking stories that I came across when I was researching this book was that um, in 2019, when... Uh, uh, when Harry and Meghan did a documentary about their trip to South Africa, and it was clear from anyone who watched that that they were in a pretty bad place mentally. They were, they were, they, they were quite fragile. Uh, and Prince William saw this, and he was very concerned about his brother. He didn't realize things had got so bad, and he got in contact with him and said, listen, can I come and see you? Can we, we've got to talk. Uh, and Harry said, um, rather warily, I think, uh, yeah, okay. And then Harry said, Oh, but hang on, hang on. Uh, who do you have to tell? And William said, well, I've got to tell my private secretary. Because also, if William was to, to take a day out to drive over to Harry's place and, and have a meeting and have a chat with him, um, he'd have to cancel some of his arrangements. Uh, and that Harry said, oh, no, in that case, don't come. Because he didn't trust William's staff. He thought if they knew wow. what William was up to, they would leak it. Uh, and so... Because of this mistrust, the suspicion, and the paranoia about the press finding out, Harry said to his own brother, don't come and see me. And just, it just breaks my heart back. Oh, 
Yeah, I mean, that that really is, like you say, heartbreaking. It is. And as long as I, I have so many questions, I wish we had 14 hours to chat on Valentine. <laughs> but I, I would be remiss. I know my audience is very interested, as am I. And what is what is your take about what's are relations going to be improving? Are they, you know, ripped apart forever? Because King Charles, if I'm correct, his coronation's on May 6th, right? Yeah, that's right. And that's, you know, they're very worried about this rift in the family overshadowing that. And there's a big question about, um, you know, does Harry get invited? I think he will be invited. Um, I, I think uh, it's very incumbent on Charles not to be sort of petty or vindictive. Um, will he come? I don't know. Uh, I don't think Meghan will come. But, yeah, Harry might. Uh, but the rift between the brothers, I mean, it's, it's William comes in for the worst, worst attacks in Harry's book. Uh, and Harry says some pretty awful things about his older brother uh, and, and lays bare some, some secrets and some private conversations you'd never expect anyone to reveal. So uh, how William could ever forgive him, I just don't know. And of course, in order to try and mend that rift, which I think will take a long time in the mending, you've got to have some private conversations, very delicate, personal uh, painful conversation uh, and how do you have those if they don't trust Harry not to reveal them in public again it's, it's difficult uh, situation it certainly is and I want to say again we've just got about a minute left the book is filled with these uh, I, I like to call them larger tempest boiling in the royal teapot <laughs> but also one of my favorite really sweet charming stories you share about the queen mother because she was attempting to uh, calm one of her nervous guests by asking him if he ever tried pitching peas if they were looking at the chandelier above the table I just loved all those stories too Valentine your book is really incredible I'm so excited to have it in my personal library and I'm sure many people will be too so before we have to run do you have any final thoughts you'd like to share with our audience uh, I would just say like to say don't believe everything that Harry told you about the British media uh, the British media could be a pretty rough lot but they are not as bad as Harry says they really aren't well, after speaking with you, I am in full agreement because you have been a delight. What fun. Uh, Valentine, like I said, I wish I could have kept you for four or five hours at least. But thank you so much for sharing your time and, of course, some of these delicious insider details with us. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Yes, well, and for all of you listeners out there, believe me, if you are like me and are hooked on stories about the British royal family and the people behind the throne, the power behind the throne, make sure you check out Courtiers, Intrigue, Ambition, and Power Players Behind the House of Windsor. It's just come out, and believe me, it is one heck of a page-turner. So until next time, this is Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and I'll catch you later. Bye-bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.